Welcome to Seeds of Faith and Day 6 of Advent. I'd like to begin by telling you that if you looked for Episode 5 yesterday and didn't find it, it was actually added on to Episode 4, The Narrow Way. So it's there, 2 and 1, under the title Narrow Way, and a total of 8 minutes if you'd like to go back and move it to the point where the new one starts. I think it's at about three and a half minutes the second one, episode five, begins. So for today's episode six, um, it's one of the longer poems, and I apologize for my voice. I've had a cold, and I'm still not back to normal with my voice, but I may stop briefly and take a sip of water. We're going to begin with 2 Samuel 23, 13 through 17, um, some background about the poem in the Old Testament. The scripture that I'm going to read is about David, the one who was called a man after God's own heart. And also, if we remember the scriptures that we've already read, Jesus was of the house and lineage of David. So there's going to be um, some thoughts about David and his three feel faithful friends, and then also about Jesus and his three faithful friends, and um, some beautiful thoughts to ponder after you hear this poem. <clears throat> the Water of Bethlehem is the title. Second Samuel, twenty-three thirteen through seventeen. And three of the thirty chief went down and came to David in the harvest time into the cave of Adullam. And the troop of the Philistines pitched in the valley of Rephaim. And David was then in an hold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me a drink of water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And the three mighty men break through the host of Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. And he said, Be it far from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is not this the blood of the men that went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore he would not drink of it. These things did these three mighty men. Now the prelude. The vision like a star before me burns with ever greater light. By it God's Spirit does implore me and lead me traveling through the night. The journey's long, but he is able to lead me where he's apt to dwell, perhaps a cave, perhaps a stable, I look within and find the well. Now the ballad. There is a well in Bethlehem, the water pure and clear, and David longed to drink from it. Not only God and cave could hear his wistful sigh. His men who neared to him had come from empty lives, had three among them who took part to please this man of God's own heart. T'was harvest time when they came down to David in the hold and overheard his heart's desire a simpler time. 
a time of old. When coming home from keeping sheep, the well was where he would, with friends, just by the gate, their friendship keep, with drinks of water from the deep. But now the time was not as then. The maddened Saul did rave and drive him from each vale and glen, till now he hid within the cave. The well and town which he so prized were held by the uncircumcised, and he must go unrecognized, loved by a few, by most despised. Twas no command that moved the three, they were no light brigade, they sought to please their uncrowned king. Their love for him was all that made them carry out the daring raid. They broke through camp and garrison until at last the, the well they won and filled their skin for Jesse's son. Twas harvest time when they came back to David in the hold and proffered him that precious drink, the fruit of mighty deeds so bold. They with water there renewed the right of friendship as of old. The act transcended flight and feud and David's weary heart renewed. He took the water skin from them and looked up to the skies and water poured before the Lord. He dared not drink the sacred prize. This was to him the blood of three who risked their lives in fealty. Their friendship quenched his deeper thirst because they loved him from the first. There is a well in Bethlehem, the water deep and pure, and thirsty souls may drink of him, God's son, man's only lasting cure. Like water poured upon the ground, he in a human frame was found. He died for us whom sin had bound and rose again, eternally crowned. Of lords he has been made the Lord, yet still on earth we find he is by many folks ignored, despised by those whose hearts are blind. Like David, David's son would be encouraged by another three who would strive to meet his heart's desire with hearts of flame from friendship's fire. And when he and his kingdom comes, his mighty men will be the ones whose lives were filled by his and poured out just like David's three. Those outcasts from society, t'was not in them to be desired, but God and David them inspired. Thus they surpassed what was required. When David and his kingdom came, these three were doubly blessed, for while he yet was put to shame, they owned him king before the rest. And we can be like them, I think, if we to Jesus come and drink. For nothing worthwhile in us lives until his life to us he gives. There is a well in Bethlehem, the water pure and free. And those who tasted say of him, a poured out life for all is he. This one has made his poured out life for God and man the end of strife. Yes, by him God the covenant swore and bids us come and thirst no more. And if we stay with him a while and listen to his voice, his heart perhaps will overhear and be left with the subtle choice to merely follow his command.
or sense his heart, and with him stand. For now's the time to own him king and fellowship his suffering. There is a well in Bethlehem, from there the water flowed. Our cup was filled with love he spilled, spilled at the end of Calvary's road. The water yearns for men of might, poured out upon his left and right. So precious in the Father's sight, when he shall come, his heart's delight. And oh, did I behold a man more desolate than the first? And was he hanging on a cross? And did I hear him say, I thirst? Oh, who are standing with the king, companions of his suffering? Tis harvest time again, I'm told, and David's son is in the hold. I hope you will ponder the thoughts of David and David's son, Jesus. Thank you for listening, and if you have any comments, there's a place to um, respond to this reading today. Day 7 of Advent One week into our readings, I do hope that, like myself, you are feeling some changes happening within as you listen and contemplate, ponder these words from Thomas Ryder Worth. I would like, before reading the poem for today, to speak about the artist. Um, This is a beautiful book. I would really encourage anyone to buy it as a gift or just as a book to have for the years to come, the artist Petrana Petsova. Tom Worth got to know Petrana Petsova over the course of his many mission trips to Bulgaria. Petrana graduated <clears throat> excuse me, from the School of Fine Arts in Sofia in 1979, while the country was deep in the grip of communism. Even though she was forbidden to paint Christian or biblical subjects, She persevered and endured harassment and persecution. The authorities confiscated and destroyed her paintings. She came upon a novel way to hide them from the police. Because she kept bees in her back garden, she was able to hide her Christian paintings in her beehives. She could slide a frame of honeycomb out and slide a painting into the same slot. The bees kept watch over her work and she did not lose any more after that. Her home has become a picture gallery where her paintings line the walls and even the ceiling. She is quite elderly but vigorous, and she still paints for the glory of God and the love of the subject. And I'm assuming that was at the time of the writing of this book that she was still alive, so not sure about today. The poem I'm going to read today is called, I Will Join Myself to Them. I will join myself to them in the blinking, wandering eyes of the unknowing infant, whose tiny little fingers curl up into little fists 
with paper-thin fingernails that catch and tear when they are caught in the threads of the blanket. I will join myself to the faces of those who rest by the way and sit in the sun, so bright that they must shut their eyes, their vision filled with the blind crimson glow, their faces warmed and weathered. I will join myself to those who are so weary they cannot take another step, so burdened that their stomachs churn with dread. I will join myself to those who dance and sing at weddings, rejoicing with those who share out of their need a feast for friends and loved ones. I will join myself to the unanswerable questions, the times of doubt and hurt, the times of feeling alone and lost. I will join myself forever to those who are born and who grow and learn and live and love and die. I will join my nature to theirs in such a permanent way that the union will never come undone. Even death will only make my union with them stronger and my rising from the dead in their flesh that I have made my own will only temper the link that I have forged with them forever. I will join myself to them by becoming one of them forever. The chains of my incarnation will be so strong that they shall stand the strain of pulling all my sons and daughters into life. I will join myself to them in such a way that deity and humanity will be forever wound together within me, inseparable in who I am as a person. I will join myself to them in such an intimate way that I will save them from their sins, their tragic waywardness, their congenital corruption. I will join myself to their stupid, senseless choices, their tragic failures, their heartlessness to one another, their greed and wickedness, their folly for which eternity could not contain enough regret. I will join myself to them in these things with such a strong grip that I will be able to pull them down with me into my death and all will die and all their sins I will cast down into the depths of death. I will join myself to them retaining such a grip on them as persons that I will be able to retrieve them out of death yet leave their sin in the grave. I will join myself to them and with my resurrection pull them into my everlasting love and life. I will join myself to them forever. I will join myself to them in righteousness and justice, in love and compassion. I will join myself to them in faithfulness and they will know me, the Lord. I will join myself to them in such a way that they will call me Jesus, for I shall save them from their sins. I will join myself to them, and they will call me Emmanuel, God with us.